0: I am Gaima and you have arrived. Welcome. Spend some time. Mm
1: I'm ready if you ready. <laughs> Maria, if you are ready already. I have to deal with my you know what.
2: What do you mean your you know what?
1: My kids, I'm tired, man. They man, won't let me be great. All, they won't let me be great, man. Listen,
2: listen, first of all. Mm. First of all and foremost, you've been on other uh situations acting like I think I think I heard you call yourself a virgin
1: on another one? I, I think
2: am. I heard you say
1: that. These ones, these the ones they told me is mine I don't know how. But I'm just a good uncle, to be honest. I'm a good uncle. That's what I'm you go with. Yeah, I, I just don't want to throw my twin brother under the bus, boy. yeah, I'm a good uncle. Okay.
2: Salamus has don't begin. has
1: No I'm problem. A good, I'm a good uncle. <laughs> you nah, know that'd be.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, official welcome to the show. Welcome to the conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Are, are you drinking? Huh? Are you drinking?
1: No, I don't drink. Oh, okay. You don't even drink. have water? I drink water, Red Bull, Gatorade, but I don't drink alcohol and I don't smoke. So.
2: Really? That's so yeah, cute.
1: What? <laughs> it's just being healthy, man. I do what's so cute about that.
2: It's cute.
1: That's very cute. How? How's that
2: cute? I, because, I mean, it's just different. It's abnormal from the norm. Most people yeah. do think yeah. yeah, I not
1: like Most people really, like, then when I tell them, for some reason, they think I'm lying, and I'm like, bro, I'm not lying. I don't drink. I don't smoke. And they be like, oh, you lying, bro, so you've never done it. You've never tried it. I'm like, bro, I have my own reasons why I haven't ever done it. It's just like, yeah, it's not for me, man. It's not not everything is for everybody. Drinking and smoking isn't for me. Feel I me? Mean? I feel you. I feel you. Well, um, okay. So,
2: I think you're one of you. Might be the first guest that I've had on who I don't know in person. We've never met in uh-huh.
1: person. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. That's yeah. True. You live. You live all the way out there. That's why.
2: There's no reason for you to even say it that way. You live all the way out there. Dude,
1: you no. live, You live far from me.
2: First of all, we're on the same time zone.
1: Yeah. Okay, don't worry. I'm gonna be there this weekend. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, cause like I'm going to I'm going to visit my cousin Ish. I'm gonna be there this weekend.
2: There's an Ish in every damn near every state in this in this USA. No, but
1: uh, he was on your show like what last week? I, Wait.
2: That's your cousin? You don't see the resemblance. I don't live in Jersey.
1: Oh, I thought you lived in Jersey.
2: First of all, you was talking about Jersey that way? Yeah. Jersey is so close to the DMV. Come on.
1: I ain't got no business in Jersey right now, man. When I get business in Jersey, I'll be there. But I'm going to visit my cousin this weekend. You know it's Father's Day or whatnot. That's real cute.
2: Y'all doing like a Father's Day brunch?
1: Yeah, just chilling, play some That's FIFA. Because I already know that the baby there. they don't get for by we nothing or anything like that. So, might as well go find Wait. something to do.
2: Your baby, your baby's mother's none of them. They not buying you nothing, no card, no gift, no thank you so much. We appreciate your efforts.
1: Come I on. God, God day, God day. If you happen, you happen. But nowadays, we don't, we don't expect what we know already.
2: So let me properly introduce you. Because Mm -hmm. not everybody who's on right now knows who you are. One day, you know, God willing, everybody will know you. But I'm being joined by. um, What are you? Okay, so according to your titles, you are a model, you are an MC, you are an entertainer. Foad Sanoff, is that correct? Yeah. Better known to all of us as Fry Soup Lover.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: Now, my question to you is, first and foremost, fried soup, what's, what's fried soup? Like, regular stew,
1: what's in there going on? It's like, it's like the best, it's, well, I don't know. People, people will argue cassava leaf is the best, but I think fried soup is the best, you feel me? But for... I, I won't argue,
2: I won't argue. I know potato leaves is the best. What for? Are you okay?
1: Fry soup fry
2: is the soup, best. You know, Fried soup is good, okay? But over <laughs> potato leaves?
1: Listen, listen. I ain't listen, man. Listen. Fried soup is just the best. And that's just that's just the honest to goodness truth. Like there's no way around it. Can you cook though? Can you cook it? What? Professional chef. Come on, man. <laughs> How can, you oh, like how, can, how can you like something You don't know how to cook it, it no, no
2: Because there are a lot of people That operate that way They will have their favorite something something, And then you ask them to get in the kitchen And they just start stuttering no, Especially Africa man When I savvy like something We're not ready to cook it. Okay
1: well yeah. let me tell you Me I'm not even 100% sure you know, My dad's expanding Get the fuck out
2: of here
1: <laughs> man, I always catch this while like, I, whenever I tell people that my dad is actually Hispanic, they actually so look at me like me
2: that. That picture, one of these, one of these many pictures that you posted on your Throwback Thursday, where mm-hmm. you look like say you just date deep inside Central. I was on the beach, Central, and and your your mom found a Hispanic man on the coast of Sierra Leone.
1: That's all I said. I f- knew. It was like okay, like I'm gonna just tell you military training. They were there military, like my dad's in the military, like for real in the military. Like been there since I was born and everything. Like no lie, he's in the Something military. Something
2: is legit. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add you. I'm gonna add you to my petty prayer list.
1: You yeah, mm-hmm. so you don't believe me when I tell you my at dad's in the oh, I okay. mean, at all. I
2: kind of see it. I kind of see it in the waves. A little but it's, it's disputable
1: bro my dad is hispanic my dad is from la saba honduras oh, do you okay. not know that the people in la Seba honduras look just like me i don't want y'all to think just because i said he's hispanic. he's some light-skinned spanish-looking guy anyway all right you know what i'm not even gonna argue with you you know who your daddy is
2: i don't yeah <laughs> okay now let me ask you because i came across your profile i don't even know if i i'm sure somebody sent it to me because i'm not really that good at discovering things and people and whatnot on instagram right Mm. but i came across your profile it was sent to me and i stayed because your you have this gift of storytelling kind of like what you're doing right now. When, I'm, I'm not going to even but say, I'm not,
1: That's the actual, the truth. My dad listen, is the planet.
2: I'm not about to dispute with you and your lineage. It's okay if you are from Honduras and Salon. No, 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 no,
1: no. My dad. I wasn't okay. raised with him. I was raised by the Salonians, period. I, uh-huh. I always see that guy like once a year because sometimes he comes here too for training for a couple months then he then he go back the niggas say he don't he doesn't need to live in america he has a good career but i per se i I, uh, I was just raised with the salon people and the man my mom met who she's been married to all these years so i was raised with the serenonia but that's something so, i won't tell everybody because who, who, nobody believes me anyway so i just say yeah victor's my dad and i keep it moving Feel so me? So this is confessions of fried soup
2: lover. That's where we're
1: at. I'm just, I'm just telling you, my dad's Hispanic.
2: Listen, that's dope. Congrats. Like, you the, you the first Salon Honduran dude that I ever come
1: Seba, from. La Seba. <laughs> la Seba, Honduras. La Seba. Because when you say Honduras, some people might think, oh, what? But, yeah, we actually have a whole town with people that look like me
2: no i believe you i believe yeah. you know you know south america is highly populated with heavy heavily melanated yeah, people. it
1: really is mean, my, my dad's village or my dad's town they real lives look like anybody walking around in dc or something they really just look like me like they I've, really look like me
2: listen i'm with you i'm with
1: you okay yeah, so man.
2: so what what else do you think the world should know about you because you're you're kind of like a, a controversial Sierra Leonean personality, very <laughs> controversial. And we're going to unpack all of the controversies. But I want to I want you to first, you know, get it off your chest. What What do you feel like you want people to know about you that they don't know?
1: Mm. I re- what What is it they don't know? I really feel like. I don't have per se, I should, because, okay, I don't have per se like the typical Sierra man mindset because I I wasn't even around Sierra Leone people till like 2010, because I was raised in DC. I was always around my African American friends, my Hispanic friends, my Caucasian friends, Asians. Like, I I met saloon people where I could say saloon, saloon people in like 2010, 2011, right? So my mindset, like how they, how the man act, how they move, how they think, like, me and them always clash, because I'd be like, yeah, I really think that's okay to act like that, to move like that, to say those things. So, like, where it's always been like, bro, it's all on people that tell me now that I'm not even Sierra Union enough, because I wasn't raised around them. I don't go to school in a salon. I don't know nowhere in Salon, so I'm not Sierra Union enough. And I, uh, <laughs> they tell me that I don't really? know. Yes, yeah, like they really tell me that I'm not Serilonian enough, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But me, that's not Serilonian enough. But how many, how much things have y'all tried to done for Or What spotlight are you putting on salon, or what, or what like talent are you offering as a Leone But it's a mm-hmm. lot of salon people that don't claim they they am not Serilonian enough. It's a lot of salon women that tell me that they can't date me because I don't act like a salon guy. So it's okay. It's alright. All right. Yeah, like, so, yeah. I was in Salon until I was, like, six, then gone. I came, okay. came over here, boy. So even though,
2: even though you literally were born on the soil, mm. you you look, you see my Salon, man. Bing,
1: bing. Like, uh-huh. well, they, they tell me I'm too black. I look like those, what they said, what country is that? Sudanese or one of them type of people. I'll be, be catching it. i really be catching it, bruh. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, I like I really be catching it. Like they tell me I'm not Sierra Leone enough. I don't feel like a Salomon. I look like a Sudanese. I'm too black to be a Salomon. Yo, I be like, okay, that's fine. That's fine.
2: So, so if you if you are constantly getting fire from Sierra Leoneans, like why why are you so adamant on branding your your yourself like a part of your how you present yourself at least online? You know, you're like a die-hard mine Like, honestly, the only reason why I really became, like, uh, I would say a fan, if you will, is because, and why I say fan, like, I will send your your profile to other people. Mm. Like, this little dude is funny. The, look, look the, he went in today. He went in today. Is because you are giving content that is really Sierra Leonean. And as somebody who, like, I was in Salon in 2017 and 2018 for six months. Mm. Like, you, you Salon as fuck. If anybody is telling you that, like, it's a, it's a that is serious.
1: And I play soccer with a lot of them, but I don't, I don't know. They just Some of them don't accept me simply fact because, like, even sometimes when I want to talk government, with the stuff that just makes simple common sense. They'll tell me, oh, you don't know nothing about Salon. You can't talk about government in Salon. You don't know nothing about Salon. You, you just been too far removed. And I'll be like, bro, but mm. you haven't been to Salon for like 13 years too. Don't you think me and you are in the same boat? They're like, no, 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 no me. Them both me the there here today. I saw me go out and talk about, well, bro, you haven't lived there for like over 13 years. Me and you are in the same boat. They be like, no, before you're different. You wasn't raised there. You don't go school, there. You left where you small. But me, I raised there, so I know. I said, all right. Because in this lifetime, I'm just not going to argue with, okay, that's fine. That's fine, bro. You
2: got it. Well, I mean, aside from COVID, because COVID is kind of thrown like a wrench in everything.
1: Man, what? what
2: did you- yeah. Did you have plans to go and visit in the near future?
1: I didn't plan to go this year. I wanted to go uh next year, like um twenty one with my kids or something. But this year, I didn't. I didn't have no plans for going at all because I was just solely focused on myself on this. I like okay. I just that's all that I literally wake up think about, sleep about. is just focusing for like some of the ideas I'll be coming up with. Yeah, I I have a team that helps me. My cousin is one of those people. But some mm-hmm. of the ideas like I it'll just come to me, and I'll be like, I want to do it. Like, I just want to do it. Ain't no way around it. And then they'll help me bring it, bring it alive. Like even the speed dating thing we got coming on Sunday, I brought it to their attention and we're actually working on it now. So that's going to happen Sunday.
2: So I I want you to talk a little bit about your creativity, Mm. um, your creative process, um, and then we can get into, you know, the concept of the speed dating. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be there.
1: But I'm going to be supporting and cheering you on from afar. You never know. Somebody might see you and say, I want to. You never know. (laughs) How can
2: they see me? How can they see me if I'm not there?
1: Because I could could easily make you be seen. Believe me. Easily. Easily (laughs) make you
2: even mean? What does that even mean? How can you speed date but you're not present?
1: Okay, don't worry. That's why you got to wait. Let Sunday come. Let Sunday come. Because I I, I don't want to say too much because then it takes away from the surprise. But, uh, Yeah, it's going to hurt. Oh, watching from Germany. Guten Tag. Oh,
2: you guys, welcome. I'm Gaima, Uda, Nadiman. Okay. Let me, first of all, let me properly greet. We have had people who have joined. You guys, welcome, 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 welcome. Um, Some of you are new to this. Some of you are not. For those of you who are new, I am Gaima. I am also a Sierra Leonean. Both parents are Sierra Leonean. I was born in the United States. I did talk Creole. And I wish any of you would try me and tell me that I'm not Sierra Leonean.
1: least you ain't, ain't got to worry about that. Kidding, I don't tell you yeah, that. Yeah.
2: So, so, but I mean, I was born and raised in Ohio. So like, yeah. I, I think, honestly, besides the DMV, Ohio is now, like, probably the third top population of Sierra Leone. Yeah,
1: Ohio got it. Ohio for yeah. sure got it. So, Ohio got it, period.
2: My parents were amongst the first of Sierra Leoneans to, like, come and settle here. So I always tease them and say they're the pioneers. Yeah, Ohio, so, I, I, honestly, I, I love when Sierra Leoneans try me. Don't try me. Don't ever try me when it comes to that. Try me on anything else. Don't ever try me on being Sarah Leone. I literally literally
1: had this conversation today with uh, a female of that I know, right? Period. Like, I literally had this convo. I literally had this conversation with her. And I was like, "What, what have you done lately to bring Spotlight to Salon? You feel me? Like, because... This one thing I always say, man, talk is talk is cheap. Talk is free. That's why a lot of people do it. But, like, if you're not actively trying to do something to better your people, bro, just sit down and be quiet and just let the people who are trying to do try to achieve something. because, man, everybody just, bro, so of people have this sick thing of when well, they talk, then they talk, but talk, and then they know they do. It's like they mm-hmm. talk, 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 no action. They talk, 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 procrastinate. And it's like, bro. That's why I me, mean, I really, I really only like being around Sierra young people who kind of don't have that defect in their system, if, if you get what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, cause it's literally a defect. Because Saloon people love to talk but don't do, and it's like, bro, I don't, I don't want to be around those type of people because they just slow down your life. They, they, they have no purpose. You're There's right. No, like,
2: so, you so, do? so, let me ask you. So, creatively, I mean, you for me i first was introduced to you and your 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 brand if you will as like a storyteller and what i appreciate about your storytelling is which i, I honestly feel like you need to do more of fyi but depending that i feel like your storytelling why it's so important first of all It is entertaining so it's like a source of entertainment right and a lot of times people are coming to social media because they're looking for a release because life is very very difficult especially right now Mm -hmm. secondly what I appreciate is that you keep it real like you don't sugarcoat whether you're talking about something that's very trivial And silly or you're talking about something that's very important like mental health like you don't sugarcoat and your 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 topics and your your examples i feel like are extremely relatable where a sierra leonean will really listen and be like yo that's real and it's not that other africans from other countries can't relate i'm sure they can but Mm. you know there's some things that just make your story very Sierra Leonean, very relatable. So like that's how I that's how I, I came to to get on your gram and, and follow and whatnot. Since then you don't you don't sing. You became like a, a quick rapper. Mac you, 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 you released a couple of uh tracks. One was specifically an attack on Timney women.
1: Awesome. Um,
2: it's, it's okay. It's okay. We we got the juice. I get it. Okay? <laughs> I get it. We got the juice. Um <laughs> We're heartbreakers. It happens. Timney Fula all the way. You see me the ma-
1: let me tell you something. Timney woman no broke me at all. She, <laughs> she no broke me at I'm just telling you. It, she broke my friend's heart she broke my my friend's heart that's why I, t- I said Sam no worry i knew exactly what we going to do i'm about to make a diss song for your baby mother don't worry the <laughs> yeah, cost me back you want to tell, me, me. You, wanna tell me
2: you did all that for somebody who, who hurt your friend yeah
1: she broke my man heart so i went i said don't worry i got this off the top don't worry but then <laughs> but then i wrote it down and then I laid down the track. All I needed was the beat. Ah, But that's what, baby, 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 cost me bang. She said, what? I'm not saying I'm me bang, bang. They pull in span. But no worry, I get something for your ass. I said, oh, you see, you see, you see, brah? I told you I didn't want to do it. Now look. Ah. Now I you know, found
2: yourself a foe when she could have been a friend. And she would have probably yeah. be automatic. I don't know her. I know, set up. Man, I don't like ye. Now
1: but- you. Now we two my bang. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need her this word on X. Nope. She she broke my friend's heart, so I wrote a diss song for her. Shop, shop.
2: Oh my gosh. Listen, like I said, you know, I get it. We're heartbreakers. Sometimes y'all really can't take the pain. I get it. It's hard to heal past.
1: I miss Sam because she broke my friend's heart. I miss Emma. And I don't regret it one bit. <laughs> So, Thank you. you see, somebody said, "Not gonna lie, I did like the diss track." Thank you. Listen,
2: I was entertained. I was entertained. You know it actually made my heart smile because I was like, well,
1: yeah, we, we we back. We able. We able. Never exactly. mind." So you know able. exactly what y'all capable of. So you can't even <laughs> deny. Ah, no, 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 no. Can so man, man. sitting on the I, step
2: I'm a, I'm here, I'm not here to 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 defend. I don't know what she did. I just know automatically off of like what I know of myself, <laughs> my cousins, my aunties, the ones that come before us. My mom. We got the
1: juice. I get Can it. You imagine, man. This guy. Yeah. We go from playing FIFA, going to soccer practice, hanging out. The guy just begin telling me, "Sam, I don't go, hey, I said, "Hey, <laughs> What happened?" Then I said, "Man, something wrong with my man." I pull up to his house. I see the guy sit on our step, with so, him. I said, hey, Koto, what's happening? What's happening, Sam? Say, for that baby you know go believe Sam. I said, oh my God. I oh. said, I don't I said, bro, listen. I don't want to tell you no lie. But you remember, Sidu and be won you. you no, know, you know you're your Sidu. Everybody won you. you know you. So I don't know about this one, bro. I said, but bro, let's go to soccer practice. And I got says Sam, Bono sweets me like guys now. I said, oh God. Don't you lost Wow. Well heartbreak, heartbreak, huh? heartbreak is something serious in the Salon community, man. What Salon maybe it... they broke you at, eh? Where Salon maybe they broke you Ha! Ah, you they feel out, like Mr. Iwano generation, you they feel out. Yeah. Your whole generation. Hi. Man, past your chest. even, be, you be, ah. <sighs> well, yeah. Okay, she, she broke well, my man down. She broke well, my man
2: well, down. Oh, well, all, ush. Uh, Ush for them to be
1: she broke my man down. Bad bad bad.
2: Now let me ask you a serious question on a serious note. Mm. Are you tribalistic?
1: Nah, he- what? Nah, I wasn't I wasn't raised in Salon to be tribalistic. I just like women no matter what. What tribe, But what see,
2: that's one of the things when your boys or whomsoever tries and disses you and is like, "Oh, you you not to Salon bang bang this and that." Part mm. of the reason why they're dissing you and trying to differentiate you mm. is because you probably are not tribalistic in thought.
1: Like I that's didn't even you know mean. I was Mandel until like what three months ago? Yeah, like two, oh wow. <laughs> three months what ago. Months? Yeah, three months ago. That's when I found out. Because I got tired of because listen, where I'm from, people not asking you, you Mandel, Timothy. People and... people people is actually asking you like which block, which street you from? I I really didn't grow up saying, oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Tidbinay, I was telling them, I was telling them exactly where I'm from. You feel me? So nobody was asking me, are you Manday or Tiffany? I was getting asked, what, what what block, what street you from, what area you from? So you feel me? That's what I I just got tired of people was DMing me like, what tribe are you? And I was like, I don't know. And then they was like, find out. So I asked my mom like three months ago, and she told me I'm Manday. So that's when I found out. Yeah, but, but like your cousin,
2: me. your cousin is sitting here telling us you
1: not uh robebo. So my mama says I'm mende, I'm mende. That's what I'm going with. Whatever Zion upset, that's what I'm going with till I die. The mommy say mende, mende. And, and then I've kind I've kind of did some comparisons. They say mende man then like woman, man like bigwigs, mende man and like governments. I Kind of yeah, I fit those modes of, <laughs> of course, I mean I like I like I like Tumba, bad bad one. I ain't gonna lie. I like Tumba, much That one I won't lie to you. I like Tumba. Me ask me ask you.
2: Well, let me tell you though, this is the thing because that might be the menday man that's based here in the United States because you mind it where I meet Nasarone menday man, bang bang. If you go deep, you go sit on Mm. They drink in, 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 in pollo, you don't need to rest, fine. Now nah, you just, a, you know.
1: Mm. They like Bobby. Oh, what? Nah.
2: Mm. They nah. like Bobby. Nah, so nah, they nah, tell nah, me. Nah,
1: I'm not a Bobby. They
2: like, they like breasts. They love breasts. Nah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So nah. you might need to go back and have a, a follow up conversation because
1: it, until you talk, you say you like Tumba. Tumba. That's it. I, I'm not pressed for Bobby, nah. I like Tumba, period. Tumba. That's it. Tumba. I don't know. You have to go back and just go ask again. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I like Tumba. Nobody going to tell me, say, now nah, Bobby, I for that. It's not going to happen. I like Tumba, bing. Nothing going to change that. Okay, ah. okay. Bobby, okay. for you. Okay,
2: well, listen, you know, you've said, you've, you've proven it over and over again. You know, you Sierra Leonean through and through, but you're not typical. So I get it. I get from what it.
1: I've been told. Yeah.
2: So but now, I, so now, let's get into the creativity. All right. So let's get
1: into the creativity. What is your creative process? I honestly, right? If I was to tell you I have a process, like I'll be lying to. You. Sometimes I'll be in the shower. Even these, even this um beauty competition thing that I made up, right? Mm-hmm. I was just honestly in the shower, like I was shampooing my hair, and I was like. How come salon women are so pretty, but people just literally like take their looks for granted? I guess everybody knows it in fine. I was like, I was like, man, we should just do a beauty competition, and whichever woman wins every week, give her a hundred. Every as the weeks is going, we the money goes up and stuff like that. And I was like, we should just do that, like. And I I told my cousin and them, and then they helped me make a flyer because I don't know how to do none of that. My best friend. Then we started, we started doing it. And that was just it. I don't have a creative. Like, if you told me, if you was to tell me to sit down and write something, you're going to be like, Are you sure this is the same guy? But if you was to tell me just go ahead and do you off the top, bruh, I would nine out of 10 surprise you. But to say I'm going to write it down, like all the things I've done, I've never wrote down nothing. Like, I really, really don't. Yeah, I don't write down a single word. No, I don't have time. For well,
2: that. it's interesting because when I'm with my clients, you know, one of the big things that I stress, um, is how important I think it is for them to write their ideas. But the reason why is because a lot of people have all these ideas in their head, mm. but they don't take action. Mm-hmm. Usually once you write it down, it starts to become like real. It's like it crystallizes you are reading it is now, you know, there's like a new level of potential commitment that has taken place. So then they can start to like plan to it at dates Mm -hmm. add notes they can go back and review it but you've done a lot of different things you know like yesterday I attended you know the, the makeup artist session ironically my cousin was one of the makeup artists and that I didn't even know I knew you were doing something but I didn't know that that was going to be the session I just got the notification was like let me click on this real quick before I finish up my work Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, because they probably killed the gay. So so I was, you know, but what I appreciate about that more than just anything is like the women empowerment aspect.
1: My mom has 10 sisters. If I was to not, it it would be a slap in their face, man, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's like you was literally in my conversation earlier. man. this I one don't... woman, my cousin, he, me and her went back and forth because she was on some oh. Well you Hey Jesus. She was like, "Well you be bashing salon women." I said, "Since when?" That's no, what. No no, everybody... no, no no, Wait, wait, wait. Wait. You have your moments that are questionable.
2: You man, have all your I said was, that Why
1: people, man. That's all I said, man.
2: Listen, and this is this is what I'm saying. Typically, I'll be I'm I'm going and I'm seeing something come through my timeline and it's like funny. All right. There's some sort of Humor, I can definitely sense. But there are other times where you post, and I'm like, "Yo, that's offensive." And no. then in the, in the next, in the next two posts, I love my black. Comments. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, is this dude on his period? What is he going through?
1: Okay, let me tell you. That's literally how. Like, okay, let's. Okay, how do I want to say it? But yeah Sometimes, right? Sometimes I was like this. I like my girl at 5 o'clock. I'm tired of my girl at 6 o'clock. I'll die without my girl at 7 o'clock. I wish you go back to your mother's house at 8 o'clock. Ah, <laughs> oh, baby, come back in the house 9 o'clock. Bruh, that, that's that's actually the life we live. One one moment, oh, I will die without. Hey, Edna, 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 if you left my sister, it's going to be like the end. 7 o'clock, back to box then, go, 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 go. 8 o'clock, eh, hey, boo, Sam, yes, not me, not me, boy, I gotta go speak, baby. Like, that's just how it is, like, just go through sometimes, it's like, I'm mad at you this hour, I'll die without you the next hour, like, I mean, that's just what most people feel, man, you feel me?
2: So, basically, what you're saying is, all of us are living in your relationship with you. Ah, they better. But, but, we didn't, I don't know that I signed up for that. What relationship? Where? I'm. No, I'm nobody's property. Hey, you just explain to us the ups and downs, literally. Not mine.
1: Not mine. I, I don't know. I, oh, I got,
2: I got a couple like,
1: homeboys. Nah, I got a couple homeboys. You feel me? Some of them call me just like my homeboy. Oh, there you go. You know. <laughs> what?
2: You know. What I'm fully wasting I do. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think you should say it. I think you should say it. I don't know. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, <because> listen, <laughs> and so here's the thing. So are you saying maybe like you're an empath and so you feel all of this different energies from really?
1: your voice? Sometimes, you man, sometimes when your friends call you and they tell you what they be going through, sometimes you feel it. Like I don't actually been on the phone with some of my homies. And Did they cry? It cried.
2: Tell me, he cried, he cried. He cried. Yeah. and I was just, just like, "So tell that Timny woman, so tell that Timny woman again." And like,
1: yeah. like I don't been on the phone where homies will call me and say, "Bro, I'm only calling you because you won't judge me." You feel me? And you listen to me, and I give, and I and I don't give people those basic stupid advice when so they're like, "Man, bro, I just free her. It's plenty more women." Blah blah blah. Because not everybody wants to hear that. Because it's like that's literally what people say. Oh, bro, I don't worry, you can do better. But at the end of the day, man, you have so much history and stuff with this person. You got to put all that to the side and actually listen to people and see what's happening, why they hurting so bad. So that's why, like, some homies be calling me and I be. Listening to what they say and I don't judge them and I don't give them no stupid, stupid answers to just go throw away your relationship. Because we all know me and you both know what some people say. The devil you know is better than the angel you don't know. Huh? That, yeah, that that word is
2: deep.
0: The it's
1: devil deep you know is but it's than also the angel it's so. also
2: the demise, I feel like, like of many
1: of our communities.
2: Because but they will say Toxic relationship for the yes, rest now. of
1: their lives. I don't see some women that leave a man. We know one day knock them out in life. Now they're in domestic violence. Well, lie if I'm lying. Let me die. I've literally seen some women where they say, I left this guy here because this, and then the next man where they go, mix, they beat them. And I be like, eh, so what was the mm. upgrade? Yeah. What happened, Sam? Like, I be seeing it. Like, and like, I live in the DMV where it's very common. Maybe then they yeah, y'all, like, like, y'all out there. I lived out there. Don't there. Done, don't like, like, you know, see me on? Yes, you don't give me a Yes, I do. Do you safe, you on? Yeah, actually. Make I go, make I go, make I go rub me make Yes, I never go work three o'clock, They you know, for see so. this And I'll be like, mm-hmm. what, what is so funny? Like, that's exactly why I'm doing the show today on there because mm-hmm. I literally got tired of women be like hiding these, hiding these men. And then it's like, what messages you send it, and but the crazy thing is when they leave these relationships, finally, the next thing they start saying, "niggas ain't the s word," and i will be like, "Well, was you it me, was me?" Niggas ain't shit. It's okay. Yeah, that's what I be saying. Niggas ain't shallow. Like, well, was it me that was beating you last week? I don't
2: know that okay, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me let me let me address you with this because I literally was on the phone. Um, about three hours ago, discussing this with one of my cu- my older cousins. Mm. So, COVID has been like a huge eye opener for like it's it's a reckoning for literally everybody in the world in some way, mm. shape, or form. Mm. I personally have had people that are in my friendship circle, not my closest closest friends, but like maybe one or two circles removed, right? Mm. Still close that have revealed to me that they were in a domestic abusive relationship and covid this whole season is what made them leave because they couldn't take it anymore mm-hmm. so here's here's the thing <clears throat> you got situations because like it's one thing when it's somebody else like you go to party this person da, 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 which is typically like in the salon community if you will that's what you see everything is where well, you go our business now they you might begin for a drink. you woman don't da 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 da, and all kinds of like bullshit occurs. All right, mm-hmm. but it's like, well, obviously, if they did it at a party, it wasn't the first time. It oh, wasn't the second fine. time. It wasn't the third time. Fine. And sometimes, if it's displayed in a public environment, that's literally the woman crying for help because in her house she has no potential ally, but mm-hmm. maybe in public somebody will come to her rescue. You understand? That's one aspect that hasn't even been like, even addressed, I would say within many communities, but specifically our Sierra Leone community. Now for my own personal friend, cause I asked her, I said, what could I have done? Did I, was there something that I should have noticed? Mm-hmm. Because I went to visit her household literally within the past like two months. And I'm, I'm usually never around, I'm never in town. So I made it a point, like, to go there and spend time or whatever. And she was like, this has been happening since when I was pregnant. So that means that situation happened when she was technically, like, under duress because she's growing a human being inside of her. So she's, like, more committed to the idea of what she should be able to present to her child like a full home as opposed to oh, this nigga gonna hit me, da, da, da. She's hopefully thinking it's one time or whatever, and it wasn't.
1: No, i so, not one time.
2: So it's like, there's a lot of different scenarios. And my whole point to that, because I'm literally not the person who has the answer, right? My, my focus is on people's mental, health, like mental fortitude, especially if you are somebody who's a creative, an entrepreneur, That's my that's my lane. But in real life, I got to apply this stuff to people who are in my life that I care about. The only thing that can be done is to ask. Mm
1: -hmm. Most of
2: these people who are in abusive relationships, no one even thinks to ask them if they are okay. If they, and so I'm literally making the intended effort to pick, hey, and not even on the phone, like in person, are you okay? Because you can lie to me, If we're on the phone, you you're the person who's abusing that might be sitting right next to them. I might be on speakerphone. Let's talk. Hey, exactly. But if me and you are somewhere and it's just the two of us, now you feel like you're in a trusted space. So that's what I feel like a lot of us really have to start doing. And I don't even want to make it seem like it's only women. I only know women in this particular circumstance so i can well, only
1: that's on baby
2: and so men if you're out there honestly like if you got a, a friend of yours you know i appreciate the fact that you're having these conversations with your male friends because what happens is if these men are in these relationships and they're they're feeling like antagonized all the time they don't feel like they have an outlet That pent up frustration because they can't talk to a good friend who's going to give them good advice could it could in turn cause them to react in a violent manner when they're in conversation with their partner because they didn't have an outlet. So we all like we're a community, whether you love to admit it or you hate to admit it. If one of my friends is in a relationship, we in that relationship, we are all in that relationship. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be in your business,
0: mm. It's not
2: be, oh, okay. but, you gotta, but I have to make sure that you're okay. It's my job as your friend to make sure, because if I don't make sure you're okay, who's going to make sure? A
1: stranger? That's why you got to have, actually, you got to have true, genuine friends. I said we, we. And I'll be hating the girls that switch friends every every damn 90 days, like. What, what is going on like but here's the thing you also got
2: to, you got that's why you got to have real conversations with your friends like people who operate out here and they have these you know faux friends fake friends so on and so forth like that's not really my life no. I'm not I'm not on that lane like mm-hmm. my friends we've been friends for decades you understand oh, okay. decades
0: you're and if different. you're not
2: my friend more than likely you're around me you're my blood. It's literally one or the other. So I treat everybody the same. But my point is, if my friend is in a relationship, we in that relationship. How's he doing? I want to know how you're, how's your dude doing? What's going on? Like, is he good? So on and so forth. It doesn't mean I need to know what's going on deep, deep. No, 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 no. no. But I definitely got to know that you're good. Ah, oh, Yalissa, look look at me. Look at me, baby sister. I don't join she will tell you I only have like five friends. That ass, like for
1: real. Yeah, Lisa law. Awesome. I,
2: don't, I don't I don't I don't keep and Lisa is not I me mean, bang bang blood cousin. So yes, not no extras. No, 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 no. But my point is when you when your friends like men specifically be there for each other and don't Don't try and manipulate your dude into to messing up his situation because you know you you maybe right now you don't have your own so you feel a certain kind of way. You never know what you could be doing to empower him by simply listening to him. Okay, okay,
1: that's the rule number one. Salon baby them, they know they ask man them what's going on mentally. They do not care. The only thing they care about, you get your rent money, you get a car insurance. You get this, you get that. But what, yo, man? Listen, I literally, I literally, I literally had to learn how to know that me lashing out and hurting people didn't make me a man. Because the way I grew up, I just felt like any any time somebody come touch one of mine, we circle back late. Just do whatever we do. That made me a man. It used to make me feel like, yeah, you touch mine, I'ma come touch yours. Like in the within the same thirty minutes. But I had to get locked up to know that. Being a man was like processing my feelings, controlling my emotions, not hurting people because anybody could hurt people. But a real man, you feel me? Like it's other ways, and that should be like your last, last option. Like, and that's exactly why I said, like, the woman that I'm gonna be with now, if baby don't ask me at least two times, three times a month, for how you doing mentally? Eh? You get for good.
2: So, so wait. So let me. So you you just mentioned very, very slyly that you was locked up. Okay. Now, you don't even have to tell me what you got locked up. I don't even, I don't care. I'll tell you Right, no, I mean, if you want to, but my question is, when you were locked up, did you go through therapy?
1: Yeah, I went to Bible study. I was reading the Quran as well. Um, I would talk to like, I would talk to like the older guys that's been there for like, uh, that probably don't did like 20, 23 years. Mm-hmm. Do that had already did like 10 15 years and then I would I would I would also go talk to like those those uh the the older lady from church the older guy from church like the pastors and the ladies and them like I would I would constantly talk to people because it's like bruh, I don't want to be the same me when I get out because I'm tired of like I'm just I'm, it could it come to a point where you comfortable with violence and it's like bruh I'm tired bro like I'm tired mm-hmm. like I, I realize life well, how can I say? I was actually kind of relieved when I got locked up because it's like, damn, I don't got to wake up today, go do something to somebody. I don't got to get into altercation with somebody. I don't got to stop my car in the middle of the highway, hop out and put in work and get into it with somebody. Like, I could actually chill. I don't got to look over my shoulders to see if Slim that I don't did something to two weeks ago here. Like, I can mm-hmm. just really chill. And it's like, I used to tell my mans, I'm like, bruh, Can we go find something else to do today? Cause me, I'm tired. Today is Sunday, man. I'm tired. Like we can't take a day off like that. Violent six days a week. Let's take one day off and chill. And 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 I was I was actually relieved when I got locked up. Cause it's like, damn, I got to learn about myself. I got to learn different things. I got, bro. I actually got to learn how to be a man when I got locked up. Like. People be thinking I'm just a good dad because I'm just a good dad. Nah, like I actually learned how to be a father from from all the older gentlemen that I was locked up with. Like they actually told me like, no matter what goes on, bro, like you're not a man. You don't stand on your 10 toes if you don't spend quality time with your kids. They was like, you don't have to have endless money, bro, but time is something that's valuable. You feel me? And if you have that, give it to your kids. It doesn't matter what you and the woman going through. If you have time, you don't even have to have money. You can just have 50 or 100 bucks. Spend time with your kids. It's free. Money goes and comes. But your time, your time, my nigga, spend that with your kids because you that's don't so get it, time back. Yeah. Like You don't get time back. Once it's gone, it's gone, bro. You don't get it back. So that's why me, me personally, I ain't got the biggest bank account, but the time that I got, I spend it with my kids. It don't matter if I don't spend five days with them, three days, seven days with them. I spend time with my kids because, like, that's what—that's just what I was taught, bro. That's what I was taught by my own stepdad and by the niggas I met when I was locked up. Like, that's just what it is, bro. Ain't no way around it. Like, and these—and these mm. are these niggas that's real life. Don't don't committed every type of crime. That's telling me this. Like, when you go home, when you get out, when you release from here. <laughs> Give me your word, and I, and like, I got, like, when you locked up, you just can't be shaking nobody's hand for free and looking them in their eye because if you do that and then you go against your word, niggas going to air you out. They're going to press your line, you feel me? So, like, I don't, I don't shook your hand, and that's exactly, I still say those same exact words when I talk to people out here. If you shake my hand and you look me in my eyes, bro, don't go do the opposite. Because mm. it's nothing else left you can tell me after that, bro. Don't shake my hand and look me in my eye, bro. And that's another thing why I say, the uman get for maget, bro, I hold it to a high standard, bro. I, I don't even care if you're my girl. If you shake my hand, you look me in my eyes, don't play me, bro, because that's it. Like, ain't no way around it. And I'll be feeling like also sometimes... People don't hold each other accountable. People just talk for free, and oh, I do it tomorrow. I get to what I forgot. But why did you give me your word and then go do the opposite? You feel me? Like yeah, that's yeah, like right. saying, "Oh, I, like nah, it don't work like that." And that's why, that's why a lot of the salon people I be meeting, they be telling me, "I'm not, I'm not a Serenonian because the way I talk, the way I, do it. okay." But bro, I've been places. I've, I've, I've I'm, a, I'm like a mixture of everything that I've that I've done and that I, I've i seen that where I've been, like, I'm a mixture of all that, but people don't understand that. They just expect me to be some village goats and, like, turn a blind eye to when they beats they wear for they doing stuff to their girlfriends. They expect me not to say something. And I be telling some dudes, like, bruh, y'all niggas real life got wives some niggas is out here looking for, bruh. Why you just can't go home and chill with your wife, bruh? Like, some niggas be lucky and they don't know they lucky. Like, they don't know they have a good woman. But, God day, man. God day. Well, you
2: know, that's why I told you, like, I'm not going to be at your speeding date situation, but I'm praying for you. I'm praying for all of those that join because at the end of the day, like.
1: The speed dating thing is just like a comedic thing. Like, if anybody does find somebody there, amen. But I'm I'm sure they're going to put
2: you as the MC for the wedding. I mean you got that's a that's a booked booked I'm booked and busy on No, I ain't going there. I ain't
1: going no, there. No, but,
2: but but seriously, what I appreciate, this this is literally why cause I'm I'm not I don't really I'm gonna be honest, like I don't I don't really fuck with a lot of Sierra Leoneans. I don't. Mm,
1: not a I people,
2: really man. don't. I we used to live idea. in the D M V and like if it wasn't my immediate family, like and I you didn't see me. Because I had such a bad experience when I first got there. One of my cousins pressed me out, like, well, kinda this wedding. We did kinda enjoy da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, All right. Yo, somebody's husband followed me mm-hmm. from like from out of the wedding to the parking lot. And my cousin and her husband had to like be with me until I got into my car and drove off. Like I didn't feel safe. Damn. You know, and, and this, this was not like, and I mean, he drove a yellow cab. So I'm usually, you, you know, cool. you know, when somebody's on cool, on cool. You know like, those types of those types, particularly when they drive, you know, some sort of public transportation, it's like everybody knows. So it's like, you're not even being slick. You just mm-hmm. you so you're so comfortable with this behavior and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things that I was peeping. I don't see anybody's husband next to their wife. All ah. the women they be want something, they all that side. You know, all the husbands eyeing whoever they know that's different. You know what I mean? That sort of environment is so mm-hmm. toxic like
1: me. to me. They don't like me. Man.
2: And and so it it's like such a huge turnoff for me. It's not even about the DMV, because I'm not even trying to throw the DMV under the bus. I Man, we got that. for off the higher. As far as Sierra Leoneans, honest to God, Sierra Leoneans are Sierra Leoneans are Sierra Leoneans. It's not a lot of Sierra Leonean communities that are very different from what I just explained. And that is one of the biggest issues because if I if I'm from out of town, and I want to go interact, or just go and enjoy and celebrate somebody's like event. Those are the types of things I got to think about. What type mm-hmm. of toxic ass motherfuckers are going to be there? That's going to try me. Like who who may try and like fight me and use me as a scapegoat when they know they in a bad relationship and they know their husband is trash. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not fair. But that's yes, the
1: salon. That's salon people. They don't. I don't know. Like. I've even I've even had some niggas will ask me for why you go to jail, right? I said, "Do you want me to tell you?" And they would be like, "Yeah, tell me." And I be like, "Okay." I got locked up because I was literally riding riding with my friends. They went to go do whatever they did, right? So the police came. They press all us out. They lock us all up. Of course, they took me too, right? So when we got to the police station, these racist cops started calling um immigration, right? So me, I'm good, you feel me, I'm straight. But now my two homies, they didn't have the necessary uh stuff, you feel mm-hmm. me? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, damn, Slim about to have a baby and these niggas calling immigration, what if they deport him, right? And then the other homie, so I'm like, he, his stuff. So what if they get deported, this one get deported and. His girl about to have a baby like any any time now, and he's not gonna be able to see his child. So I just whatchamacallit call it took the charge for my niggas so they don't get deported, right? I just took the charge for my niggas, and then the, the cop was like, "You sure you lying out that bra? mine." Oh no, Allah! So I took the charge so they don't get deported. And then um. I went on to go do my own thing, right? So now so now when niggas actually I tell them, quick, Solomon, look where you big fool. I ain't no, way, no way don't get sense, big fool. Me, me go run for somebody else. I'm like, okay, I understand, but see, where you was raised, where I was raised, is two total different things, right? We not here to be snitching on that. and mind you, guess what? My song was coming too. But it's like me, I know me out the day but I don't know my man's in the situation. So me, I'm a I'm a I am i am i I'm going to be straight, but I don't know if my niggas going to be straight. So I just took the charge and went to go do my time. Then I came home and got, and Lord behold, both of them, none of my mans got deported. They still here and they're actually good dads and taking care of their kids. And I'm here too, taking care of my kids. So it's like, that's just how we move the way The way like, well, where I was raised, where I'm from, that's just how we move. Like you do your crime, go do your time. You come home and it's like, how do you want me to go and snitch when I got a baby boy coming? Like, what do you want me to tell him later on? And mind you, this boy is, he's a big guy now. Imagine now, and mind you, imagine if snitch, if snitch, if snitch was on my resume. How, 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 do, you, how do you want me to honestly raise my son as a stand up guy if his daddy is snitch? Like, I just couldn't. So that's why, me, I just, I just took the charge so my homies don't get deported. So, like, and that was just it. I just took the charge, went to go do my time. I came home just taking care of my kids. And then this little Instagram thing just fell in my lap because, like, I, I came home, right? I had, like, what? Well, I, I came home with seven felonies, right? I was on <laughs> I was on probation what? and all that. Yeah, yeah, I came home with seven felonies. I was on probation, right? Like, and I'm like, damn, bro, I need to get a job, but I don't want to slip back into no criminal stuff and all of that. So I was in the house watching my son while his mom went to work, and I was like, <sighs> And I was like, "What's on my mind, bro?" So I just made the first video I made was like, "How you tell a woman if you want to get a woman, just tell her say, uh, <laughs> just tell her, just tell her uh, you like her." Don't uh, shame just say it. just yeah, say it. Yeah, that's like what I said. Like the first video I made was like, "You just tell a woman I like your elbow facts." Like I was just, I was just, yeah, like you tell a woman, like if you tell a woman I like your elbow facts, you gonna be thinking about it like what. What you say? And I was just like, yeah. So that was like the first ever video I made, and people just told me keep going, and that was just it, because it was like I could either go back to doing bad, back to doing the same thing, or I can find (laughs) something else to do, and this was just the something that fell in my lap, and now all. All my all my friends be motivating me, encouraging me, my cousin and them, they be pushing me, pushing me. Because like they be telling me, like, bruh, just don't do nothing anymore. Just cool it and chill. Like, that's what I be mm-hmm. doing. Cool and chill. Chill with my kids. Like if you people that know me, if you ask me what he doing, chilling, doing what he's supposed to do, chilling with my kids, play FIFA, go to soccer practice, come back. Like, don't nothing change. I'm chilling until something better comes. But that's just it for me. That's that's just it. But that's why well, I'll be. I will you.
2: say. I will say. Um, I I know that the Instagram thing is going to cut us off soon. If you don't mind, we'll go into the next hour. Are you down for that? Because I know. Yeah. We, I know we didn't get through everything. I I didn't know you were going to
1: have such 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 depth. I to just keep it inside, man.
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, if
1: you don't ask, I don't say nothing that's the thing but man i don't be caring to share and man
2: I, I ask everything that i just don't be expecting yeah, because, um, the answers. but but i appreciate like your honesty is so important because yeah. there are definitely people out here who need to not only to hear this but to share it that's the one thing that i appreciate about your content it's it's worth sharing um and, you know, we have we I feel like we all have that relative, if not a brother, if not a cousin, if not somebody who, you know, hasn't ne- necessarily walked the yeah. the straight and narrow path. And it's it's easier for some of us who have never, you know, dabbed in any of that, if you will, we've never gotten in trouble. So when we say it, it doesn't necessarily resonate. But if somebody who looks, sounds, you know, is saying the same message but has like a real experience like they speaking from experience they're not just speaking from like quote-unquote a place of authority or whatnot maybe the person who we send it to can really receive it and apply Mm -hmm. it and process it and then and take action and and try and elevate and be better you know Mm -hmm. so your your presence online is very important especially within the Sierra Leone community
1: Ah, uh, they don't appreciate me but one day they, they will.
2: will they will one day they will they will so we're gonna we're gonna start again in the next hour okay all right cool all right cool later thanks guys for joining
1: wine y'all be sipping wine all the time oh yes 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 yes
2: yes sir yes sir. <sighs> Some people Deep vibes. Are going to
1: these lies are killing me, bro. I don't even be going to soccer practice anymore. My coach just fed up with me. I said, "Bro, soccer practice, or you want me to get somewhere far so we can have a real team, bro?" And he said, "You know what? You guys, you guys get points. You get points." I said, "Okay, thank you." But then the guy told me. But then the guy told me I have to give away my captain band. So like Sunday, I have to give away my captain band. I have to pick who's gonna be the next captain. I, have, I only have two people in mind, though, but I'll see. Wait, so so for for those
2: of you guys who have been with us in the last hour, welcome back. Um, I am in conversation with Fwad, uh, mm-hmm. also known as Fry Soup Lover.
1: Um, man, I like Fwad better, man. It's too late to change the other one.
2: Yeah, it's 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 too late. There are people how many people usually on a regular basis like roll up on you like Fry Soup blah blah Man, and,
1: even even at the dang Black Lives Matter people I said I told my cousin My cousin Ish was there. I said, people
2: recognize me bro. <laughs> Okay, so so let me let me ask you this because one of the things that I think also I can say, you know, a lot of people who have come to know you through Instagram, et cetera, like, I, are you on Facebook?
1: Yeah, well, Facebook is boring. Just, my I Facebook feel the people, they got problems. I feel, the I, feel, I feel the same. I feel the same. Yeah, my Facebook like, people, they got issues. But they're all on my Instagram, so that's why my Facebook dry, because everybody's here.
2: Yeah, everybody's here. So, like when you when you're out and about so now you're starting to like kind of feel like you're seeing the results where people who are strangers to you they recognize you and like what someone like myself you know can appreciate that you know works with different folks in the marketing realm and stuff like that like your stuff your 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 platform has been like organically grown you mm-hmm. know you you're not paying i'm assuming so correct me if i'm
1: wrong <laughs> no Man, I, suffer, <laughs> I suffer to get my followers. Bubba, once see big, I have to beg Salon people. Damn, just to get to 4,000 followers. One year, I forget it's bigging. I beg all no, but, but, but
2: the thing about it is, whatever your technique is, so so in your case, you're saying you beg people. What does that even really mean? You literally hit people like,
1: well, some follow me, no. No, no, never that. I was just what? like, Whenever, like, I got, um, I would just tell people, please, reshare my stuff. Tell your people to follow me. Reshare my stuff. Tell your people to follow. Reshare. Tell your people to follow. Reshare. Tell your people to follow. I literally went from, like, 800 to 4,097, and then I was following, like, 2,700 and something people. That came down to 1,740-something now or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, literally, I literally... The- the crazy thing is, because like I was locked up, bro, you get so trained to uh pay attention. Like I literally know every single follower that consistently comments, shares, or is supporting me. Like I literally know every single one. Like mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know. I just have a sick obsession of making sure I remember everybody because I plan. When that time comes, whenever God give me that time to to literally give a big thank you to everybody that's still with me, still going. Because you don't have to, you feel me? Even the people that are ordering my merchandise. And that's why I keep telling them, bro. Y'all really don't understand. When you're ordering this merchandise, that money's not gonna come to me. It's literally gonna go to Black Lives Matter and Charities and Salon. Black Lives Matter, Charities and Salon. So that's why I keep posting like the t-shirts and stuff every day so people could buy it because I literally want money to go to Salon for the less fortunate and even if it's whatever little we give here, it's gonna make a difference because I have three boys, you feel me? Somebody Mm -hmm. else have a child or you that don't even have a child yet but we need this country to be a place where little kids aren't seeing a cop car coming down the street and they go hide in behind their parents car in their own driveway because right. George Floyd got killed. Like that video, I was like, what? Who's like you, my man, daddy, they pay mortgage. You still, they hide just because now the cop is like something people fear now. Like when you're black, you fear the police. I don't care what age you are, bro. Like you be looking at them like, bro, if the, if they wake up on a bad day, it could literally be my last day here. Right. You feel me? Like, right. you could literally leave your house, go meet one of them that's having a bad day, and that's the next thing, your people planning a funeral. So that's why I be telling African people, like, y'all yeah, have to cut that BS mentality out. Like, as long as you go to school, you go to work, you don't go fend nobody in problem, you don't go fend police in public, you safe. Bruh, some of these people just literally went to the store, were going home, and boom. Sandra Bland yes. literally got pulled out her car. The next thing you know, baby don't die, oh. How that happened. No, and the thing yeah. about
2: it is, you know, I- I'm glad that you're really talking about this with you I know, have
1: to Because I'm not raised with Africans. I was raised, I was literally raised in the hood, bro. I was raised with the killers and the drug dealers and the robbers. I was, I was literally raised with the people that African people tell you, don't no, go next no. to them. I was literally raised with those people that Africans tell their kids or Africans tell the ones that's coming from Africa that say, don't go next to them. I was raised with them. So that's why when I be saying, I got two different points of views. I, re- I really I really hear the negative and see the racism that come from the Africans. Then I really see like the black American side of things, how they feel about Africans. And then some of the stuff they say justifiably, they write about Africans. And then some mm-hmm. of the stuff the Africans say about them makes sense what they say, you feel me? So I'm just smack dab in the middle. I wasn't born here, but I was raised exactly here with the people you tell people to stay away from. And so, so it's I- like-
2: Let me ask you because maybe I missed it, but I haven't seen this particular dialogue that you are talking about with being really truly in the middle and having a level of understanding from both aspects. Like last week, Ish and I were talking briefly about that, like how it's important to foster that dialogue because the whole goal is to really bridge the gap between. African American and the African that you know came directly and is now living here, right? And from it's, it, I was telling him like it's interesting because from my perspective, like my 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 life perspective is very different because I'm I'm not hood, like I wasn't raised in the hood at all. I'm very much a suburban chick. However, like,
1: cheese is good, like, though. I think I should uh-huh. try it. Government cheese is good. I think I should try it.
2: Actually. No, I have some.
1: Don't blame me. <laughs> no. Government cheese is good
2: it's it's very it melts it melts yeah. so nice yeah. Go on the yeah. cheese, good <laughs> but here's here's my point like but like i've 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 lived different in different ways so like mm. before i went to africa i was living in brooklyn and being immersed like i've, I've worked as a bartender like i'm college graduate but i've worked in corporate so on and so forth so when i worked as a bartender like i learned so much about people And the difference, especially when they're drinking, you know, people's guards go down. So they really start to let it flow. And I can recall, like, one day I was tipped like $10 for water. And I was like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to. You don't pay for water in New York. What is this? You know, so and the dude later, he was like, you just you so exotic. And I was like, "Okay." but then you know later on he basically was like you just so you're so different because you're nice like girls around here they're not nice like you really nice like you you're kind you understand so when you're around different people you get to hear different things and their perspectives and so on and mm-hmm. so forth so when when we were in um africa traveling My best friend and I, we really realized like, yo, other African-Americans, like they need to experience this. They need to see this. So like from our angle, we trying to bridge the gap with like travel and, you know, encouraging travel to Africa, like quit blowing your stacks on like. The Bahamas, or you know, Miami. I mean,
1: let's just be honest. People, people literally go to Jamaica. Jamaica is literally salon, bro. Jamaica literally has yeah. more pound Jamaica has more pound than salon, man.
2: Like, yeah,
1: are you, you go into a country that has metal houses, still you know how well, many pound bodies in Jamaica. Take it,
2: take it next level. When people really do their like research, they'll learn, like jamaicans a good portion of them are maroons maroons mm-hmm. are directly from the mountainous area of sierra leone like that i don't want
1: to talk about because we're actually talking to my jamaican homeboys then go why, why 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 are blood clots say forward? i'm like what do you mean what i said <laughs> that's exactly what i said you african come on brother. i'm like nah you is what do you want me to tell you you are Bro, you can't yeah. buy black skin from Walmart. Walmart don't have that, you know. You can't <laughs> walk make that one That like that shade of skin. You can only literally get it from a certain yeah. area, a certain place. Like, come on.
2: Yeah. I'm, but, I, I mean, I think, you know, over the past, I would say, three years, it really has gone next level where people are really starting to get, like, into a more um, open mindset of really Mm -hmm. understanding and challenging those because a lot of times when you see like if you're in conversation with a caribbean person and they're denying the african connection there's a lot of times where it's like that has been ingrained into them because of like colorism and their Mm -hmm. own you know history of colonialism Mm -hmm. it's no different than like why you come across african women who think that they should bleach right (laughs) We know the song Them I Bleach" and we know that that's like mm-hmm. you know reggae, whatever. But it applies to our people. Like we're Stop. the same. We're the same, you know. Stop. So like now, you know, your your tell me about like your audience because you you definitely are in touch with you know both sides. Do you have people who you know are connected to you online who are from the hood as well yeah. as the onions?
1: Do you want to know what's so funny, right? Literally, my neighborhood where I grew up in DC, bro. A big percentage of the African Americans literally understand Creole because of the Africans that. And people be thinking I be lying, but bro, I will literally bring them on this live if y'all want me to prove this point. And they will literally, you you can go in and speak Creole. They will literally answer you right back, and and they be like, why is that? Because bro. This didn't, okay, when you say your parents was the first to like Ohio or whatnot, my mm-hmm. grandparents was the first to this neighborhood in D.C. And that's where that's mm-hmm. where we, that's just where my family from, like we really from this neighborhood, like the African-Americans, they eat our food. My mm-hmm. grandma don't babysat them, don't watch them, watch their parents, like my grandpa don't beat some of their dads. Like they literally understand the language. They speak the language. Like they be bro. they everything That's African. So dope,
2: yeah, that like so I really you
1: up with- I real life grew up with African Americans that understand Creole and, and like they real life understand Creole and they eat our food. Like, they wasn't never one of the ones that was like ignorant and calling us booty scratches and all of that. Like, there was the few that accepted us because like, my grandma and them been there so long. And it was just like, bruh, mm. they could see them as one family. So that's how I grew up. I grew up with black and that's exactly why the, the Africans I know now, when I be looking at them like, how don't y'all get no sense of urgency in your body to go out and protest or donate or do something that, mm-hmm. that pretty much is good. You you might not think it will affect you, but it's going to affect you. You never know. It might not affect you. It might go affect a family member or a friend. Exactly. So it's like, how do I sit down so comfortably? But then again, that's why me, I had to go protest. Cause it's like, bro, I grew up with African Americans. If I don't say nothing, Kind of make me a hypocrite, bro, because they've been nothing good to me all my mm-hmm. years when I was coming up. They've been nothing good to my family. So if I don't do something, that'll be a hypocrite to me. Then then I'll be like every other African with it to say, Oh, no, to me, personal problem. But, bro, police, you think if you go there and say, Well, I'm not man, you think what? You're not about to get killed? Yeah, I really those conversations Yeah, those conversations don't happen, bro. They don't sit there and say, Which country are you from? What are you crazy, man? They smoking you, man. Just look yeah. at the guy in Atlanta. They killed him. That white guy. Now they don't find him guilty. Well, they've already like put those charges on him, like uh murder. And they said the guy was eighteen feet away from you. Talk about you. You were you were scared of your like so of No, you kicked the guy after you shot him. You kicked out.
2: Like, no, the, the thing about it is, you know, we're the only thing with what is happening that is really like because this stuff is not different that's the thing that's very that's that's what's very scary and like being being sierra leonean and like being growing up in the midwest so imagine like we we in what you call like really good school system suburbia (laughs) this that and the third top ranking yada 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 right but when i tell you like this past week you know, I was going back and like just doing my research and um, taking in content. Like, I there's there's this um, program called I don't even know why I called it program. I sound like an uncle or aunt. Um, that program way there on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called I am not your Negro, and mm. it's based off of writings by James Baldwin. Like James Baldwin is a very controversial civil rights. Um, figure for a lot of different like personal reasons like how he ran his personal life but he talked about like he highlighted a woman named dorothy counts and i had never heard of her in my life until this mm-hmm. last week you know and i i mean like i i, I took a few african american studies courses in college like i took african courses in college you know, even though I was a business student, like I just, I went out of my way to get information. So I was shocked. Like, how do I not know that this is the woman who was one of the first, like she was 15. She was one of the first to integrate white school systems. Uh, Like, well, white schools, let's not even say school systems. We're just going to a, a school that was predominantly white. And she she was the first there was no predominant it was just white was that the one that used to have security with her well at first this is what was crazy she is the one who did not before they started having the security she Mm. was going up into those schools and she did not have any security and it was like that shit shook me because you can see these white men these boys First, her classmates, her peers, and then you see the white men, their fathers, taunting her and going after her and screaming. And she just has the most stoic, focused, disciplined face. You see, there's images of her in the actual classroom. It's like a lecture hall. And she's surrounded by negative energy of racist white boys literally taunting her.
1: And just because she, she's black.
2: And she's, and what's crazy, she's light-complected. The only way you know after because at first glance, like she's low key like the same complexion, but that he knows mm. that's how you know she's she's absolutely a black woman. And I was stunned. I was like, this woman is the reason why I was able to easily go into an all-white environment. But that's what be pissing me off. And, when and I- so I I was like, oh my god, like I'm learning, I am learning in this day and age. About shit that happened literally less than fifty years ago.
1: Yes, they are still alive. They still alive and chilling in the house. She's,
2: She's still, still, still alive.
1: They still chilling. Oh, these racists, so these racists ain't died. Die. They still here as grandparents. Thank still you. here chilling. Still walking. Come on, damn, let's go. They still <laughs> alive. Don't talk to them nigger kids when you get old. All right, they still and, alive.
2: But let me tell you. Let me tell you what's happening. I love it. Because I am am absolutely, like, I'm going to talk about it on one of my upcoming podcasts because it it really resonates with me. Like, I got to talk about it. Like, generational curse. Generational curses are so real. These are the same people who have spent so much of their time and energy being racist. And they're the ones whose daughters and granddaughters are
1: solid focused on Black Pink. They whop them, they whop them whop They're
2: now coming into the yes. Family, integrating Not just your yes. son, Integrating grandpa, that family The
1: grandpa, hey, papa, the grandpa Die straight, soon as he see him come, Oh my, what, give me my
2: And when the grandpas The grandpas, you know, maybe they got a heart Attack, right, but the grandmothers <laughs> When you say Because grandmothers, mama Any, I don't care, a mom is A mom is a mom is a mom and you will see these women who started off like being racist, and honestly, they're they're racist because that's what they were taught. Because of a husband, and and so this is the thing because like if you really look deep, how hmm. different is racism from tribalism? Ah. It's all taught. Nobody grows. Uh, nobody is born and immediately they just know they gotta hate this person. It's not. It, that's not how it works same thing like this is what was one of my biggest frustrations when i was in sierra leone and i was there during elections and i was hey, like
1: apcslpp bobo
2: i mean that's
1: dangerous that's dangerous
2: listen my cousin is on right now nova soprano he literally was like what do you what do you you get mine, dog you get my
1: real for real Yes. That joint dangerous, that joint dangerous, like so, niggas real life kill over that.
2: I was, I was up front in that. I was there in that shit the day that they like fully announced that B.O. took, uh, uh, uh the, what, whatever you call it, the, um, For
1: the, the president.
2: because mm-hmm. it wasn't because, you know, they did the thing and then yeah, they Yeah, man, they're
1: gonna, they gonna make us wait.
2: All of that all of that, I was there. I was there in Central when they literally started throwing rocks at each other, when they started buildings, all of that. And I was mm. I was like, how could it be that I leave such a racist environment as United States, travel, travel, all these different countries, come to my own country, and these people, the poorest ones, are the ones who are out here.
1: And I- they don't be benefiting nothing.
2: Nothing. No I no can't
1: go not go. Say
2: nothing.
1: No nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
2: And it's crazy to me because I literally watched one of these guys that got money. He came out of his SUV like stacked this big of leons. Mind you, we know what leons are really worth, so Man. this is probably the equivalent of two hundred dollars. Yeah. And he's he's taking bricks and passing it out. And I'm like, yo, these people are literally about to go do damage off of fifty
1: dollars. Fifty, you tripping? Five dollars, you mean? It's,
2: it's, I'm, and I'm being, I'm being very generous. You might, yeah. But yeah. Like, but it's, it's, it's a mentality that is taught from a very early age. So it's of like, course. we also gotta, we also gotta see, like, why people will do what they do. Like, you got to get to, like, the psychology of it. If if your mom tells you something since the age of three, Left you're not going <laughs> to... If your mom tells you something at the age of three, and now you in your 30s, you tell me you're not going to believe? You've been oh, you taught that yeah. since age three. That's the thing about it.
1: Oh, man. I got you, like, G- oh. Yeah, we'll go, but I'm Fine. so glad you came. Yeah, thank for so real, much. I like this live. This was an educational live.
2: Well, you're welcome to come back. We'll hey, man, it. I'm telling
1: you, me, anytime I get on live now, if anybody wants to talk to them, mommy calls, I'm getting off because I ain't wasting my energy no more. Less <laughs> real, Fine. all right, thank you, thank you for real. Appreciate it, Cheers. even though you don't drink, Cheers. nah, no, like water, don't worry. All right, Later. All right. I'm coming, dang.
0: Thank you for spending time with us at I Am Gaima, a podcast. It's a shit show out here, y'all. We need each other more than ever. So let's stay connected. Feel free to share, like, and subscribe on various social media platforms. You can find us at I am Gaima or Gaima Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For a deeper connection, consider joining the community. Visit gaimashow.com to submit your email and become a part of the monthly conversations. I actually try and send out notes consistently and I respond. Until next time, be intentional about what you listen to and protect your peace.